Well, 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 here we are, Andrew. What up, Josh? Welcome to the Hollow Chronicles. What a great day. Episode 40, coinciding with the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Actually, this whole last week was an anniversary week for Star Wars. It was the debut week, well, for a lot of, you know, summer blockbuster movies, I would imagine. But Star Wars in particular, on this date, today... May 25th, back in 1977, a little movie called Star Wars dropped, and it literally changed the world. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also the anniversary week for um, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, uh, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, there's been a a lot of movies dropping on this week back in such and such a year, so... Kind it's a, a great week. Yeah, it's, it's a fun Twitter week. It's a fun Twitter week. Speaking of that, we want to thank everyone that's joining us live. We are live. We are live. Uh, again, we're uh, Hollow Chronicles from the Beyond the Blast Doors Network. Yes. You can find us on Twitter at btbdnet, right? Did I do that right? Yeah, I think I'm still, so. I'm yeah. still, still trying to get that to roll off the tongue. Or, uh, you know, beyondtheblastdoors.com. Well, Speaking of beyondtheblastdoors.com, Josh, okay, I want to bring that up here because if you're a, a follower of the network, that's where all of our content is. That's a one-stop shop place for all of our podcasts, videos, articles that we write, and uh, you can find merch there. And if you're interested in joining our Patreon, uh, you can do that there as well, and we appreciate that support. Plus, we have all the other members of the network to check out, which are great. Um, right excellent content every monday we're dropping something every tuesday pete's dropping something on around the galaxy wednesdays shannon keep going okay sorry. <laughs> wednesday's shannon uh from postcards from galaxy's edge thursday is uh btbn live with david amelotti fridays is streaming star wars where they talk disney plus with ammo and fletzer saturdays is the bomb bad cast and then Sunday is our day is of a rest. day of rest. Work, <laughs> uh, no correlation. So subscribe to the YouTube channel and get all notifications when upcoming videos and podcasts are coming out. Check regularly the webpage at beyondtheblastdoors.com. All right, business check taken care of. <laughs> Good to see Row and the Red Five Network in the chat room. Good to see Two Med. It's okay that you're late. Shannon's here. Shannon's here. Mr. Rez, Matt Harrington, Mr. Milky. Good to see you guys. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, yeah, it's great. Um, happy Memorial day, Josh. Yeah. I know you've got some military in your family. Yep. I've got a little bit in mine. I think many people do. Yeah. Um, As a matter of fact, it's over, it's covered by my name in the picture though, but I got a cool, should I show that really quick? Yeah, do it. It's relevant. No, this is not a custom X-Wing it pilot is not. helmet. It is not. This is my grandfather's flight helmet. He was a tail gunner in a B-52 bomber. Nice. Flew uh, active duty over Vietnam. So it always gets me, it kind of gives me chills. This was, and I told you this the other day, I had so many, here, let me get that right, so many X-Wing battles wearing <laughs> this helmet. <laughs> he used to have an office and a desk, and I would put it on, Put the blast shield down and uh, 
I mean, I blew up a lot of Death Stars, let me tell you what. Hey. But yeah, I have a lot of fond memories and was uh, privileged enough to get it uh, after he passed. Cool. Well, happy Memorial uh, Day to you guys out there, too. And uh, for those that are currently serving, we also thank you as yes, well. Yes, of course. Um, this week has, well, today is traditionally in years past been air quote Star Wars Day, because this is the day that is the anniversary of Star Wars uh, coming out in theaters. It has recently become a secondary holiday in the last, well, two years, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess this would be the second anniversary of hashtag make solo to happen. Yeah. Um, that our uh, friends over at the resistance broadcast have been putting out there so much that it has become a trending topic on the last two May 25th. And it's a cool deal. It's super positive in the Star Wars fandom, and we appreciate that and yeah. love it. And we also would like to see Solo 2 happen. So Yeah, we talked about that from the beginning um, back when we did a little, I think we did a pod and talked a bit about Solo and kind of liking that movie and our feelings on that movie. And and we'd I'd absolutely love to see it in any form if it was a series on Disney Plus or an actual, you know, theatrical release. Great. Um, I think the series would be pretty cool, you know. That would be. And, you know, there were some reasons why it didn't do as well that weren't the fault of the actual movie. Right. You know, some of the timing and the and the promotional aspects of it weren't ideal. And it didn't seem like they were as well thought out as other mm-hmm. promotional and marketing schemes for other Star Wars movies. Have. That said, if we got any more solo content or crimson dawn content yeah. or kira or lando or you know any it's almost a story of kira we want to hear now right a little bit you know? like i mean we it's not that we've had enough of solo because he's such no. a cool character but um but there's it's opened kind of some doors into some other areas like that would be cool i want to know more and people really like maul and he's popular and anyway and it's anyway. an exciting you know look the deal is is if it happens two years from now or 10 years from now, we'll still be excited. Yeah. You know, the only issue being maybe the actors and, and how they've uh, aged, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> otherwise young solo can't turn into old solo, but uh, there you go. Yeah, 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 definitely. So hashtag make solo to happen all day today. So yeah, uh, get that on people's radar and who knows it just might happen. Just might happen. All right. Our first order of business is to talk. Show me your collection from this weekend. Let's put it up there. Oh, yeah. See, we're live. Now I have to do Gosh, Here it comes. Show me your collection. I never get told. (laughs) (laughs) Today's collection. And we'll try and zip through this here, but give it its proper due and respect. Comes from our friend Mark over in the UK. And you can find him on Twitter at hashtag Star Wars Toy Pod. Um, he also has a YouTube channel called Blue Harvest How to Collect Toys. And he does a daily, um, it's noon Pacific time, but I don't know. It's a, it's in the evening for him. Mm-hmm. He does a daily, about an hour-long chat with a couple of his uh, toy buddies. Usually that consists of uh, Bosk's Bounty, um, Universal Collector, and Super Awesome Toy Geek guy toy so, geek guy yeah uh but that'd be john and matt and tim yes you're so good with names well i'm Thank trying God for you Andy. i'm trying i better be i'm a teacher <laughs> so anyway mark's collection he be, he in our conversations with each other 
uh, Mark started collecting as soon as Star Wars started getting promoted. Um, and for him, that meant only getting comic books. At the time, that was the only thing that was out. So he initially started collecting the comic books as a young boy. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, he's got some of those framed on his wall. Which yeah. is very nice. Which is a co cool thing to Little do. Little mix of the Doctor Who in there, too. I yes, mean, yes. Can't he be is... a good Brit without some Doctor Who in yeah. there, right? <laughs> well, he's not exclusive <laughs> to Star Wars, but the majority of, of the toys that he collects are Star Wars. Awesome. So, um, he also is a big Princess Leia fan. And, uh, you know, for you. looking at his pictures here, he does have a little shelf devoted and, uh, you know, it looks like a life-size cardboard cutout of Princess Leia. Is she guarding the bathroom? It looks like, or maybe the <laughs> den. I don't know. It's like, enter at your own risk. <laughs> but um, he he's a big Princess Leia fan. And, you know, I always ask the question, all right, in a house fire, you can only grab one thing. What do you grab? And he said uh, pretty quickly that he would grab his personalized autographed Leia. My bad. Right collection. I know. It went down too far. All right. Well, cool. Oh, there it is. Got it. Very cool. Ooh, that's pretty. Check it out on Twitter so you can see it better. But uh, that is signed by Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. With, with an some, XXO? Yeah. Two kisses and one hug. Oh, my goodness. Mark, you dirty dog, you. <laughs> uh, but no, it says two. It's, you know, it's, it's got his name on it. Loved Mark. She, she penned his name on it, which is very cool. And, and personalized autographs are awesome. I love so, it. Like, autographs are awesome. Personalized autographs, totally awesome. That means you're not buying it to sell it, you know, necessarily. Right. Or you got to find a mark. Yeah, with a C. <laughs> with a C. Mark with a C. That's a little less common than a mark with a K. Yep. So anyway, Mark uh, is in the middle of putting together uh, and kind of uh, fixing up a Palatoid Death Star set, which is a very cool item. Um, he's done a couple videos on it, too. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Uh, I've not seen one in person, mm -mm. and it is, it's not, yeah, that's, Andy? it was muted. I'm Andy, that. she said, that's what happens when we're live, man. Yeah, that's all right. Bogus stuff. Um, I was going to turn my phone off completely just to. So, yeah, that's very cool. That's, uh, I, I just, I, I've never, I don't, in person or otherwise, I've never seen it. It's round. It's, it's got multiple levels. I had a kill to have that as a kid. So it, it reminds me of a cardboard version of the Lego death star okay when it was got levels and rooms yeah. and and uh you know it's even got like hallway connectors from one room to another and i don't know it's very cool if you've never actually seen one go look up some pictures they're they're pretty cool or just look at this one you know this is is one angle but um they're very cool so awesome collection mark thank you so much for sharing and remember if you have a star wars collection of any size great or small and you'd like us to feature it DM us on Twitter at Holochronicles, and we would love to uh, see what you're into. That's, but we just keep getting awesome collections wanting to be shared. And the next four are outstanding. And so you guys have been liking them. We, we're going to keep sharing them every Saturday. Hashtag show me your collection. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. All right. What are we up to this time? We are up to next. Um, since it is the 40th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back. Now, Josh, would you say, would you agree with me 
that Empire Strikes Back is the most quotable Star Wars movie? Yeah, as a matter of fact, if you don't mind me taking a little trail here. Do it. As a matter of fact, uh, do it. in my household, we don't have Star Wars on loop. I know there's some households where, you know, there's always kind of a Star Wars movie playing throughout the month once or twice. I kind of keep them a little sacred. When I put them up on the screen, I'm either watching them just by myself or recently my youngest daughter built a checklist of movies on the Disney Plus because <laughs> she's got some time on her hands. So she wrote her own list. Uh. taking a collector tip here of, of creating a list of things she wants to accomplish and the star wars movies were on that list so i walked into the room and she's halfway through new hope okay <laughs> and i was frustrated <laughs> i said hey <laughs> hey what and she's she's like just kicking back watching it and and i'm excited but i'm yeah. also like a little like <laughs> no one let me know what's what? going on dad wants to sit down i want to popcorn i want to be like wait till this part wait till this part you know <laughs> nothing <laughs> Would you be sitting there saying the the lines to the movie as they're happening? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I, mm. yeah. She started looking, shut up, dad. All right, sorry, sorry. And especially when I miss a word, you know, I'm just a yeah. little off. But anyway, so that happened. And then I was like, okay, well, last week, since it was the anniversary, I said, hey, I'm watching the next movie. I hadn't sat and watched Empire in its entirety in a few years. And especially not with kind of the eyes that I have now. And so to your point, quotable like the most awesome i mean i was just so impressed and some of it you know I, I started trying to think through you know what what did they do so right and part of it was just raw there's even some audio where imperial officers are over at a desk and the camera angles far away and the audio sounds like you're listening to it from the point of the camera it's echoey it's not very close you know and i was just like it must have just been that gritty raw I don't know, filming that just gave it so much character. I fell in love with it again. I hate to be on the bandwagon of Empire's the best movie, but by golly, it, it is. It's okay if it is. Yeah. Like, it's okay to disagree with that, but you can make a very compelling case, no matter what age you are, wherever you jumped into Star Wars, that it's the best movie because there's a lot of strengths to it. There is. And it's this very tight story, you know, about Luke um really truly luke is the arc yeah and and uh it it's it's just super cool and then how goofy yoda is when he first shows up i mean my daughter was just dying because yeah. yoda if you watch you know clone you know clone wars or even the prequels he's measured he's he's, he's measured he's a master he's a jedi master right. but when you first meet yoda on dagobah no, he's a goofy little puppet that's yeah. going, <laughs> you know and doing all his stuff yeah, and yeah. hitting r2 and Found stealing food you have <laughs> yeah stealing food no wonder you grow so big or something like that or <laughs> well it to that point um it's also my opinion that empire strikes back has the best toy yep. selection Yep. Out of those first three. Now, the Star Wars toys that came out, you know, in 77, 78, even 79, uh, you know, those were awesome. And those hooked kids, you know, deep. The hook was set deep. They the top 10 Empire Strikes Back toys list. Um, but starting first with the worst. Oh, okay. The worst. Just the worst one? Just the worst toy. Now, we... I don't have a pick of that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Because we're not going to spend any time on this other than my little tiny 
teeny tiny rant here, but <laughs> it's it's toys. It's not figures. All right. Now everybody kind of can glom onto a different character or a different figure, and and I don't want to step on anyone's toes in that regard because you uh, could have a collector that collects just this toy. That's also true. You know, we've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen collections specifically one thing. Yeah. But um, we're not going to talk about figures. It's going to just be toys, vehicles, play sets. Okay. Okay. So Empire Strikes Back, the worst. In your opinion. In my opinion. Now, if we were going to go figures, I'd say the FX7 droid, because what the heck does that thing do? <laughs> it was worthless in the movie. It didn't do anything in the movie. And then they made a figure of it and just has this bony little skirt that, and this, this little three claw that all it does is just get broken. Yeah. So um, you've, you, you were talking about this before we went live and you're very passionate. <laughs> I have feelings <laughs> that are strong. Okay. Uh, but toy wise, the toy's not bad, but it's a, it's a creative choice that I don't understand at all. Yeah. Like white tie fighter. Awesome. Love it. You know? <laughs> like as it gets dirtier, it looks more like a tie fighter. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. But I just, okay. Not not even that they went blue. Blue was an an odd choice to me. A blue TIE fighter, odd choice. But then they double down on it and go battle damaged blue TIE fighter. Ah, yeah. So it's like, That's no, weird. no, we're not changing it. Hmm. We're actually digging our heels in. Yeah, we're going to stay with blue. Yeah. It's as close to gray as we could get. Oh, except for except when for we made Vader's. And the TIE Interceptor. <laughs> the tie interceptor. And anything else that's gray. Uh. That's hilarious. So okay, so you got you feel better? I feel better. All Thank right. you for letting me get off that. Let me Whew. letting me get that off my chest. I mean, wow. Uh, let me know what you think, or if you, let, don't tell me what you think is the worst. Because I don't want to spew negativity in rapid amounts. But just tell me if you agree with me. Like weird choice, weird choice with the blue tie. Okay, weird choice. Was it a weird choice, Josh? Do you find it to be? A I weird think the color is weird. Yeah, yeah. No. A blue tie fighter. A blue, well, of all know. the colors. And maybe in space, the, the hue is blue. Maybe they know something we don't know. That rhymed. There it is. Okay. Now, the top 10. Okay. Now, I, I will say that these are more of my top 10. And Josh, you are going to respond I am. to that. I am. And you can... We were going to kind of do the back and forth where, because I have a couple issues with your top 10. And that, I think that'll make for a good conversation. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to just hear two people agree all the time? <laughs> well, married, welcome to the Holy Chronicles. Married people. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, uh, but we are not. We are not. Um, so number 10 all right. in my top 10 is the Rebel Transport slash figure carrier. There it is in all its glory. This it, one holds a special place in our heart, doesn't in, it? In Amy? our history. Yes. Josh. In our heart as well. Yes. Yes. Not only... Is it the first transaction that you and I had with each other? <laughs> I traded an original Optimus Prime, yep. and he gave me this. No box. No box, but uh, that was our very first transaction. What was that, four years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you came slinking into my house and scoping, scoping, the out, the, out. scoping out the, mm. the, the, the bins. Um, here's why I like this toy, and here's why it made the top 10. It's big. I appreciate mm -hmm. the size. Uh, it is a practical toy in that it's a figure carrier that also acts as a ship. Right. The previous figure carriers, or excuse me, the at this time, Darth Vader 
head, you mm-hmm. know, that, that carrying case um, is awesome. It's cool. It holds a lot of figures, but it only does that. It is only a big Vader bust right. that carries figures. This carries figures and is a ship in the movie right. that has purpose. So it's functional and it's fun. It is. And it it's... puts the fun in fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's enough. Um, uh, it puts... Uh, uh, one thing that came that I like is it came with all of those backpacks right all the battle gear or whatever yeah and the and the little uh and the masks yeah the little breathe and you always got to wonder why it seems unnecessary and maybe not even connected but uh i always like it when a a toy has some little extra features that that just make it more fun also you know like you said it's big it's got a cockpit that's functional and it opens up and and it doesn't feel like a turret gunner in on in the back yeah and and even though they can't the scale isn't you know accurate it's still like you said it's a big toy and if you put your guys in there and are flying it around you feel like you you know right like you're really in a you got the whole rebellion in there you can escape from any situation (laughs) (laughs) that and an ion cannon yes you got it okay number nine moving right along now this one this one has a bit of intrigue for me i've never owned one um but it's on this long list of things that i'd like to own at some point but it is a TIE Bomber diecast yeah. ship. Okay. I don't know why. They, Kenner never made one of these for the three and three quarter inch figures. Right. Uh, this only came out in a diecast, which is smaller. You know, it's a smaller model. Um, they came out with these in the 90s. Yep. Uh, Power of the Force era type. But I always thought it was cool, you know, because as they're searching, you know, in the movie, as the Empire searching for the Millennium Falcon in the asteroid field, they got these TIE bombers dropping charges Mm -hmm. as they go to try and scare them out. And uh, I thought at the time, even as a kid, I thought, oh, those are cool. And they look like a TIE fighter, but they had the bent wings like Vader's, but a double, you know, one to hold the bombs, one to hold the pilot. And I don't know. I thought it was very cool at the time. How many pilots in a, is there a, or how many how many yeah pilots are in a tie bomber? One. Are there two? Is there a guy? Is there a bombardier? Fair question, Josh. Let's put it out to the let's put it out to the universe here. Galaxy, I mean. All right, guys. Do you know? Do you know? Chat, do you Chat, guys do know? You know? So anyway, just a you know, just a question. Um, Gotta have a bombardier. Yeah. Guy looking in the scope. Yeah, yeah. You know, little, yep. all right. Three, two, one, drop it. Yep. Anyway. The TIE Bomber only came out in this die-cast form and uh, makes it somewhat collectible as a result. And so, uh, very cool ship. Too bad they didn't make it for the three-and-three-quarter figure. Sure. But cool enough to make... They probably would have made it in blue, though. <laughs> Maybe it's good they didn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, number nine on that list. All right. Okay. Number I don't nine, disagree on- with that. That's cool, and that's your personal one right there, right? I wish it's not. I'm sorry. No, Dang. I've never owned this one yet. All right. Yet. Number eight, probably the weirdest star Wars toy in the Kenner line. Okay. The cloud car. It's what did I call it? It looks like two <laughs> shoes attached it does, together. It does. Um, it does, but it's got a great place. You can hold it and fly it around, you know? Right. Yeah. And, I don't I don't know if you ever did this, Josh, but I would grab it, you know, by the the connecting beam, whatever, and I'd turn it sideways and I'd use it as a as a gun. Oh, would you? Yeah, just bang, bang, you know, as some sort of like 
space gun. Right. Probably more so than I used it as a spaceship. So I am disappointed in the name. I thought my name of Bespin Cruiser was, <laughs> I remember what I called it that. Those people, I couldn't come up with Cloud Car, the Bespin Cruiser. Yeah. That's a, uh, well, I, I know we weren't going to talk figures, but I do really like the cloud car pilots. I know you do. They, they have and you've got two there. This is yours. Yes, this is a picture. And one of them of has a communicator. Yep, the little comm yeah, link. That's, the, that's a tough one to find there. Small, very tiny. Very tiny, easily, to, easily lost. Yep. Anyway, All right. the cloud car, you know. Uh, I don't know if I would say it was the best. I remember I had a cloud car. Empire was when I got all my toys. Okay. That's, that's you know, I, I was old enough. All the toys came around and Jedi, of course, more. But I, I had a cloud car. It it served its purpose from time to time. <laughs> you could put two figures in it. Usually it got shot down. <laughs> yeah, there weren't any, like, visible guns on it. So it's like, what does this thing do? Well, we know than, it's got guns because it know, shot a but, few across the bow. But yeah, not, not, not nothing invisible. cool. Yeah, they got to be small guns. Yeah. So and which one's the pilot? Which one's the gunner? There you go. And who? What if they're both pilots? And then one guy wants to go right, and the that, other guy wants to go that's left. That's so funny. When in uh, like, I can't remember if it's the Blue Harvest episode, but the uh, Family Guy. Yeah, and they're like, I'm driving. No, I'm driving. <laughs> yeah. Number seven. Kenner really upped their playset game in Empire Strikes Back. We had a few for Star Wars, but they they made a whole bunch more. And I'm talking the. Uh, Hoth Ice Planet, the um, Imperial Attack Base. There was, you know, a, a mix of some cardboard. Yeah. Somebody's here? Yeah. Um, Live. <laughs> but there is one that actually wasn't super popular at the time. And as a result, it's become very collectible. But I think it's really cool. And that is the um, Cloud City playset. Okay. It's, it's made out of cardboard. So... That wasn't it. That wasn't it. I gave it away. Did you go off your list? No, I. That's okay. I had a last minute we'll switch. Keep going. I had a last minute switch. Gotcha. Um, the Cloud City playset, uh, made out of cardboard, pretty flimsy. They you don't see many that are lasted that have lasted well. I should say. Right. I do have one, and it's not in great shape. You get these, you know, little thin cardboard tabs that you know poke into each other and. And then, uh, you know, it, they just don't last. They just don't last. Yeah, but it's got the city in the background. It's got a really cool, you know. It came, it came with a few figures. Yeah. It came with a Dengar and an Ugnaught and a Lobot and Lando? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I really like it. It made my top 10. Now, those right there, I, I'm not the biggest fan of the playsets. Never have been. Even... Even as a kid, I kind of felt gypped by the cardboard. That's all. And I just remember now as we collect, I've already told you that. I have a few of the play sets and they just, and they're kind of beat up because, you know. Because cardboard doesn't last It just doesn't years last. And, and kids. But, you know, so, but that's fine. I think they're cool to look at, but I've I've never been like, oh, I got to go get that play set. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, number six. Now you can put that picture up there. Oh, can I? The Imperial Troop Transport, the ITT. There is one reason why this vehicle, particularly the one on the right, mm-hmm. not the one on the left, not the Sears version. Mm. Sears version didn't come with sound. Sears cutting corners. <laughs> Since 1978. <laughs> um, 
The Imperial Troop Transport has six push-button sound options that play on a little disc, like a little record player, a little needle, and it spins. And those six sound effects are totally cool. And they don't last either. <laughs> but they're like, really cool. They're really cool. If you can find one that works, it's very cool. All right? Especially the way the mechanics work, because we've taken one apart and yeah tried to fix it and it's yeah it's like a little it's a little record in there it's it's silly it, it is silly which but also awesome adds to the allure yeah like i said when toys do something that they just don't have to do and the little stickers on top with the images of what sound you're going to right, get right. You you're going to get an r2 you're going to get a you're going to stormtrooper yeah a couple pew pews pew pews for sure um yeah i love this strictly for the sound now tell me when did we see this transport in the movie we did not we saw it in the Ro Man rogue one we saw it in rogue one right saw it in Mando yeah Mando. we saw it in mandalorian yeah. um yeah so it, thankfully they're coming back with it. in fact they has hasbro even has come out with a new itt yeah um but yeah the, it doesn't have any sounds so why, I mean, it's got to have the sounds. And a record player. It put a little disc in there. <laughs> Spin some vinyl in there. Um, yeah, that was number six on my list, Josh, of top 10. We're moving right along to number five. Number five. And then this is where I think we're going to start to get a little uh, debate because the, I mean, it is, it's top five for me. Yep. But it's probably higher on other people's lists. Now, I will say that I think that the um, Snowspeeder has the coolest light system, light motor system right. um, of all of the Star Wars toys. The, the alternating, you know, flashing yep. laser cannons yep. is very cool. And it sounds cool, too. Um, for that reason, it's number five on my list. Do you find it appropriately marked too high or too low? I don't. I The only thing that I have is that the snow speeder was one of my favorite vehicles in the series. Like that scene on Hoth when they're looking for Han and Luke the next I've morning. I found oh, them. Oh, I love it. I just love it because it's the dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. I mean, it's just a cool transition from oh no to... To, it's bright and i just love that scene i watched that scene as it's a kid. morning it's a new day yeah, it, yeah filled with possibilities it was a storm the last time we saw it this was planet, dark and now it's this you know and he's flying around and han quips at him and took you long enough or whatever yeah. and he does the does the flyby and the wave i mean that that whole scene and then of course that scene and that music is so iconic in um uh shadows of the empire that the you know and then rogue the rogue squadron games i would play they just loved hoth they loved hoth every yeah. rogue squadron game out there you were going to be on hoth taking out walkers and flying in speeders so i i yeah so i don't disagree with the toy location okay so before we go any further there were two there were i guess there were three kind of themed places in empire strikes back there was hoth where we started right Luke then goes to Dagobah and right. stuff's going on there. And then we finish in Bespin. Mm -hmm. So as far as the toy line goes, there was Hoth and there was Bespin. You know, we had a, we had a Dagobah play set and Yoda and stuff, but there was really, you know, there was the Hoth, Han, Leia, Luke, right. And all the toy, you know, different toys for Hoth set. 
And then there was all of that for Bespin too, you know, plus Lando. So as far as like those two place uh, places, geographic places, as far as the toys go, were you more Hoth or you more Bespin? Hoth. Okay. I was more Hoth. Okay. I, was, I really liked Hoth. I think I agree with you. I think the toys and the things were cooler in Hoth. Yep. But Bespin was cool because of this, all the of the plot and the story. That yeah, Bespin in the movie, Bespin of course is is just as good as Hoth. I'm right. sorry, those two scenes are the best scenes in Star Wars. Right, know. it's the Luke and Vader yep. battle. It's yep. the Han and Carbonite. It's the bounty hunters. It's you know, there's there's cool things that happen in Bespin. Cooler things happen in Bespin than on Hoth. But Hoth had the cool stuff. Hoth set the tone, and maybe yeah. this is where it came. The name of the movie is Empire Strikes Back. Right at the beginning of the movie, Boom. the rebels get their asses kicked. And, and that's great because yeah. before, you know, the last time you saw them, they miraculously took out the big, you know, the most deadly thing in the galaxy. Right. And so they were like on a roll, right? Yeah. Uh-uh. Empire. Okay, you took out the the, the Death Star. Whatever. Yeah. We're going to drop, you know, we have. We're not we, done. We're not done. Yeah. We've got another one building. And then the movie ends with the rebellion taking a hit again. Right. Like it's not, like it doesn't end in a great place for the air quote good guys yeah luke loses a hand i mean this is this He's is a big deal all, head is filled with a whole bunch of stuff like, yeah spoiler alert he's my dad yeah you got that <laughs> iconic line i like to watch what? that with my daughter too i know i think this is i think that's my shirt pop my shirt up here i just got this, this is a funko shirt let's see hold on hold on swing us up here it's like an old there you go comic slash card vader reveals the truth no. <laughs> anyway this came in a really cool box by the way we should put a link on it to the web page um all right number four josh okay you ready i'm ready the dagobah play set oh yeah this play set did not feature any cardboard so it lasted well except for the foam the foam didn't really last but this play set featured um a, a, a quicksand a quicksand pit that r2 or any other figure could fall down and i don't know about you josh but on the playgrounds as a kid there were two things that you had to be careful yeah, of. that's right quicksand lava and hot lava <laughs> yes 100 and so the fact that this place that had a little quicksand place where figures would get sucked under and you'd never see them again uh awesome awesome it featured a uh, a a levitation rock where you could like use the force to pick up uh cargo cases yep. yep um or even r2 if you manage to not lose the cylinder to to <laughs> raise r2 to right put, put in his little hole there <laughs> i don't know how to do that unless r2's r2's hole you, you just <laughs> shove it in r2's hole just and put the cylinder in r2's force hole. lift him and yep. then you can lift him up there yep. you go um it featured uh uh a a an arm that you could have luke do a handstand a one-armed handstand on mm -hmm. uh it it featured a little hut where yoda and luke could have dinner soup maybe yeah. throw a snake or something sure. um and, and then, it, then it had movable positions on it too um as you can see there's little levers that you could move you know in and out and around yep so uh, the training you could do all the training you with, could train you could because levitate. you'd have yoda on a, in a backpack and away you go exactly this had a lot of cool features to it. It wasn't just a stationary thing. You could interact with it in a number of ways. And so that's why it was number four. 
Now, this set made it to my grandparents' toy box. Mm. So whenever I, it, it's weird. That's how, to, you know, I only had a few toys there. And so that's when I got to play with Dagobah. Right. As far as like the most bang for your buck, yeah. this might be it. Yeah. I don't know. Eh. I mean, it's because it, of all the, th- because of, like you said, all the parts were lost. So then to me, it just became a tree trunk for a while. But Fair it was enough. still it was still a tree trunk that became trunk. the Swiss Family Robinson right, set. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number that was number four. Now, Josh, before we get to our top three, I want to mention the honorable mentions. Okay, the there were two that were very very close to making my list, and actually one really close to making the list, um, and then one that I just need to give a shout out to. And the one I want to give a shout out to are just in general the mini rigs. Yeah, the mini rigs. Okay. Now there were a lot of them, and this was a marketing decision by Kenner to get more toys out there because there was a demand for Star Wars toys. And the the mini rigs didn't really have any place in the movies, but they were Star Wars licensed merchandise that they got out to kids. They were small, you could put figures in them, and they were popular. Right. Um, do you have a favorite of the mini rigs? I know they have funky names, but if no, I don't. I like the little. Uh, I like the hot piece with the the dish on it. That one's kind of iconic to me. Yeah, right? I have that written. What is that down. called? That's called the radar laser cannon. The radar laser cannon, of course. Yes, that's the one I like because again, it was a great addition to the hot set, and it made it made that battle scene for me more realistic because one of the coolest effects in empire i just love empire one of the coolest effects the way those things shoot they come from the outside of the dish and they go wow it's like i don't know where it's pulling the energy from but bam yeah shoots the dish right yes yes yep but then it didn't do any damage yeah, it hits the walker and, and just absorb it yeah it kind of went like this yep that's it to Nothing. to mimic my guy luke that's right <laughs> all right um so the the uh, the mini rigs were awesome. They were a great idea by Kenner. It worked. People bought them. There's a lot of cool ones. My favorite is probably the tripod laser cannon. Okay, uh, that same though. Same. It yeah. adds to the effect because you see right. those in the battle. Scenes. You actually see one kind of in in Star Wars too. Yeah, do the troopers bring it out? And yeah, they're going to set it up before they the hit the Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yep. So this is in a couple places and also featured in Episode One of Mando. No, two. Well, the final episode no. of Mando. Episode one, he jumps on, a, it's a hovering one. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right before he finds what he's looking for. Well, that's the last episode. That's the first one. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Last one. He's got a, a big yes. gun there, too. Yes. Oh, yeah, but in the first yes, yes, one, yes. he takes out the first one. Yeah, he takes out that little, and he's like, Yeah, there you go. With IG 1 1. You got it. Okay. All right, so uh, the other one that I thought it was just a little too close to a figure to count it as a toy and not a figure, and that was the Wampa! Or in not Star Wars realms anyway, so it was kind of a cool throw-in. And used to cover up actual scars Mark Hamill got in a car wreck. Mm -hmm. Had to hit him in the face. Had to hit him in the face just to, uh, you know... Give him a reason to have them. Yep. Because all of a sudden he, he he would just have them otherwise, and that would be weird. Oh, you never know. He could have fallen off a tauntaun earlier in the day. Something. Han hit him in the face with an ice ball. Yeah. Snow fight. Snow fight. Gone yeah. bad. I wonder how many snowball fights they had on Hoth. Oh, uh, a lot. Probably a lot. Yeah. You know, those techs, you know, working on 
Yeah, they got they're outside. Climatizing and, and, and you know, there's you're gonna put a you're gonna put a handful of snow down a guy's hoodie. That's for sure. <laughs> down his flight yeah, seat. Yeah, he's bending over to fix something. Yeah, yeah. Butt crack. <laughs> Snowball. Snowball butt crack. Attack. Snowball deposit. Yeah. Uh it wasn't all seriousness there. Are you right? a snow angel? <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay okay now to our top three our top three and i'm going to start with a very very controversial number three okay um and this is the toys is an open-bellied tauntaun (laughs) (laughs) open-bellied tauntaun not only was this a tauntaun with a special feature because they made regular bellied tauntaun Open back tauntauns. <laughs> right. That you just, <laughs> that you impale with right. right in the spinal area. Right. But uh, yeah, these four nostriled weird. That's pretty good. Thank you. Um, creatures. It had an open belly. Like the scene where Han picks up a lightsaber, turns it on. The only time a mm-hmm. non-force user uses a lightsaber in the original trilogy. <laughs> And then all these water balloons fall out of the top. <laughs> <laughs> and then they shove them in. And uh, and one know, of the a very quotable line. I thought they smelled bad. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of breathing. <laughs> On the outside. Yeah. Okay. There are some problems in actuality. I, he scooped everything out of it first. Right. Like he didn't throw himself in with the guts, right? Because uh, you know, you know, diseases, moisture <laughs> would freeze. Right? Oh, yeah, especially right. in hot, so right? Just it, essentially encase himself into a frozen tauntaun gut ball. Oh well, you know, make a little tauntaun pop. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, so controversial because I don't agree with this. Not at all, and I know that I don't because I. I disliked this toy as a kid. Creeped me out. Uh, I wanted the rideable Tauntaun. I guess maybe I'm, you know, that was the the uh, animal cruelty side of me. Okay. Okay. He was already dead, though. No, no. no. We, don't need to, we don't need to desecrate him. Okay. So, uh, yeah. No, no. It just creeped me out. The belly creeped me out. It, I didn't like it. Right. It was gross. Yeah. And as a grade school kid, you know, young grade yeah. school kid, Five. It, was, it was gross and intriguing. Yeah. And the fact that they made a toy that you could do that Again, with. <laughs> I appreciate that, but it wasn't my favorite. It okay. wouldn't have been my top three. All right, fair I, enough. Wampa would have probably jumped ahead of him by fair a long enough. shot, but yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so the open belly, not the closed belly version, not but the open belly. Closed belly's fine. I had him riding around, but the open belly, it got lost. Yeah, it's just, it is weird. If I even had it. I don't know. I've maybe had Santa return it. <laughs> Santa, can you take that? Can I swap? <laughs> the box is pretty cool, though, for it, because it does have Luke kind of like in this picture you have of your personal set, has Luke kind of reaching out of it. It's, it's, at what point, like if you hadn't seen Empire Strikes Back and you're a parent shopping for your kid, right. and they say, give me any, I want a Tauntaun, and you walk by and see this box where somebody's crawling out of the belly of a, what I don't know, a, a goat. <laughs> Two legged, yeah, two legged upright, goat. an upright goat. Uh, would you be like, oh, sure, I'll buy that. That looks cool. <laughs> uh, side note about the Tauntaun that I don't think gets enough uh, respect. Uh, the Tauntaun 
knew the Wampa was close by before the Force using yeah. soon to be Jedi knew. It did. Yeah. Let's, that's Tauntaun for let's get the F yeah. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go. <laughs> and he didn't. And what do you what do you want to know first? Do you want to know number one so we can talk about number two? You want to know number two? Let's then? just go right into number two. Okay. Number the uh the cockpit um assembly also have a weight on it so that it always stays in uh an upright kind of position. You right. Know, they, they stay a certain way. And I thought that's a cool, very cool feature. Of course, it's associated with maybe my favorite or second favorite Star Wars character. Yes, it is your okay. number one. Yeah. So of course it's it's gonna be high on my list. Is it this high on your list, Josh? Yeah, I love Slave One. There's okay. nothing wrong with Slave One. It is not my number one, and it wouldn't be, but it would be very, as a toy, I never actually, I like that you say the iron. It does. That never really came into my brain as being, you know, like, oh, it's a flying iron. Because it's so unique, it lands flat, and it takes off and then flips over. And the rotatable, the rotatable, you know, cockpit uh, chair and the swiveling chair is is just super cool. So um, I, I, I think it's, a, a solid number two and of course boba fett was uh was an awesome character that i <clears throat> you know loved as a kid as well so yeah i, I want to say here this is kind of take a step backwards here though but uh this all this thizzle mike thizlamic thizlamic uh, that's what i'm going for thizlamic thizlamic says i used gummy worms in my tonto <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and appropriate and appropriate <laughs> except don't leave them in there because then that could be bad all right well yeah well i mean obviously this was my number two also josh so the fact that it wasn't your favorite it's not even my favorite that's i know but i said we did say we were going to disagree on a couple things i think mainly it was just the tauntaun because i totally agree with number one because number one is like not only the best empire toy it's the best it's 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 in up the there. Running. It's up there in the top three of the best toys, um, from the series. So, for me, yeah, from I, the from the kind of the Kenner, you know, the vintage line. Yeah. Um, so, I guess without further ado, number one, number Empire one. Strikes Back toy, the famed all-terrain attack transport. There it is, and it has cannons. It has uh, a movable head. You know assembly that you can stick your hand kind of in the side there that door flops down yep you can press the button and the guns fire you can move the head around and articulating legs how the head moves on the toy is exactly how the head moves in the movie yep that's that's i think a really i think that's why people connect with it because it's like this is exactly like i know you have an ad story i don't other than I've always thought that they were awesome. They were like the toy that I always wanted, but never had. Right. So once I finally got one, I actually got two because you had two. And right. I wanted to be like you. <laughs> so you did. You did. I got a weird. second one only weird. because you had two. And I was like, that's cool. They're, They're next like, to each other. Next to each other, you know. Yeah, that looks really cool. You're not um, just going to send one ad at to Hoth. <laughs> when you can send five. Like, Here's the thing about this toy. And I've told my story, but the sheer scale of the toy was what made me as a kid absolutely like I can't remember I know I got other toys and I've talked about them and, and I had them but I can't remember thinking dreaming wishing for anything more 
than, than the ADAT or the walker is what I called it as a kid. I wanted a walker. And just its sheer volume or size and scale, and to, which made, I mean, look, you've got in the picture there, you've got uh, the stormtrooper. Look how the stormtroopers, I mean, the scale is not that far off. No, like, you know, no, it's you know really what I'm saying? Not. And so I was just enamored as a kid when that came on in the Sears catalog, wherever you were reading, or I would go to that page, circle it a lot you know, leave it on mom's nightstand, leave it on the kitchen table, leave it in the bathroom for dad, you know, <laughs> wink, 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 wink. But, uh, no. I, and when that thing showed up under the Christmas tree, I, I can't remember another thing after that. Yeah. And what's kind of cool is as the, um, special editions came out later along with the, the prequels, my brothers, my younger brothers really got into, you know, star Wars as well, except they liked all the all the new power of the force stuff, obviously. And their wish was an ad at right away. And so I got to experience another Christmas as a 22 year old or whatever, 20 year old with an ad at under the Christmas tree. And I mean, I was just as excited as they were running down the stairs. What is it? You know? And uh, I, I, I actually have pictures of that, that I just found. I wish I, I should have got them because it was just, we, you know, that feeling of getting that toy is my biggest memory. So this will be number one in my heart for, forever for many reasons overall i think overall as i so, keep talking about it because i love the imperial shuttle i think that's because that, i was gonna say millennium falcon yeah falcon or imperial I, shuttle rank those three josh it, it's gonna go at at shuttle falcon oh I, man isn't that weird that to me that is a little weird that's weird i know when i when i would see that you know as a kid you know bigger toy it means better right uh if you were trying to get that aircraft carrier for gi joe i mean give it to me because it's huge or but that's what these were big giant toys that almost made a statement when your friends came over yeah they're the only star wars toy that takes d batteries too yeah now big suckers funny story because the one you i don't know it's been a while but in my ad at that that you were then envious of because i got the second one that's when i went to put the batteries in and found the stowaway snow stormtrooper inside from the kid that owned him and he must have been in there with his gun i mean it was fantastic yeah he, he was complete. in near mint condition yeah i wonder how long he'd been in there stowed away hiding from the rebels you know yeah luke slashed open the door threw in a grenade and he hopped into the battery compartment and and wrote it out did you ever find it was weird that the snow speeders just pepper him with, you know, laser bolts and nothing happened. But as soon as one fell over, one shot and the whole thing just blew Well, up. it was the exposed neck. There's obviously a weak spot right oh, back it's here. The Remember Achilles, they hit it right? It's the Achilles neck? Yeah. Okay. So maybe instead of all this looping around crap, that you could have just gone up and then straight down and, and taken a few Yeah, just out. take a little. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, hey. Or maybe the impact. Uh, <laughs> come on. It, yeah, maybe when it landed. It was kind of hilarious. Off, maybe it was concussed. Yeah. So, it was, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. okay shield dropped the metal dog yep yeah all right um that's that's the list guys we're we're done with the list what do you think were was was my list close to your list is there anything that you majorly agreed or disagreed with let's go disagree did you disagree with me on anything josh disagreed with my inclusion in the yeah what's one that we didn't say that you feel like needs to be on there sure hit us up in the comments or uh on twitter on twitter um i'm gonna put a poll i'm gonna put two polls up uh here one today one tomorrow today's poll is gonna be bespin or hoth okay 
Tomorrow's is going to be Falcon, Adat, or... Yeah, Imperial Shuttle. Imperial Nobody's Shuttle. Nobody's going to vote for the Imperial Shuttle. I get it. I get it. It's okay. It's my own weird thing, but you can just call it... That's my thing. I think over. I think overwhelmingly the Falcon will win. I do as well. The Falcon's awesome. Don't get me wrong. The Falcon is a must-own. Mostly because it's first. Yeah. It came out first. Yeah, it's it's a must-own. It's It still holds up. It's amazing. They've made bigger versions and, and, and other versions, other versions which are also awesome, but you still can go back to that vintage, open up the back, drop the, the you know, la- the, the ramp, and it, it hide, stow away. Yeah. The smugglers, it's fantastic. Put guys in the cockpit. I mean, it's a fantastic toy. Always has been. Motor. Um, motor, you know, <laughs> cool sound. Just Remember, the- <laughs> this reminds me, this is like early Holocronicles. I'm reminded of this where... <laughs> You played your motor and I played my motor. Right. And you're just like, <laughs> and mine was like, <laughs> God, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. That was maybe a best of moment there. That was. So, so yeah. <laughs> now, Y Wing, Y Wing is Star Wars, is a, is not an Empire. Is a Return of the Jedi. It's a Return of the Jedi toy. Yeah. Okay. Y Wing is a Jedi toy. And yeah. we'll probably have to, I mean, was shoot. that next week? We might have to do that too <laughs> at some point. Um, I know uh, Scotty wants to talk phantom menace merch uh one of these times which would be kind of fun because yeah. there was a ton of it well and i've i've got bins of it that i don't even know it's true what's in there we've got a whole another show where we, we take it out of the box but actually it'll just be take it out of the bin and, and then leave it in the box leave it in the box but take it out of the take bin. it out of the bin so we've got all <laughs> kinds of fun stuff where we're gonna do some reveals with our own collections that are new to us and and uh, some other good ideas but we're kind of getting rolling here with this i like the top 10 toy I think I think we should keep going. You guys, you guys decide whether we should or not. <laughs> I guess we'll we'll be able to tell from the polls. Yeah. And again, this is kind of just that vintage line. I know there's a lot of other toys outside in different category cups and or if we call them toys, merchandise, I sure. guess. But uh, uh, this is fun. YouTube channel, so you can get updates on whenever our next live or recorded shows are. Typically every Monday. Um, Head on over to beyondtheblastdoors.com for all of the network uh, information and content can be found. And if you so desire, head on over to Patreon slash BTBD. And uh, if you feel compelled to support us in that way, we are very appreciative of it. A lot of people working really hard to make the network cool. So, yeah. Yeah. So thanks so much. And we'll, stay tuned for some fun stuff from the Holocronicles. Yes. We've got some cool stuff. We Not only do we have cool collections on the way that we're yep. going to be showing uh, some more of that, but we've got some, well, we just, we'll just say for now, we've got some good stuff lined up. Yep. Yep. And, uh, so thank you for joining us. And uh, may the force be with you. And make Solo 2 happen. Make Solo 2 happen. Why not? Why wouldn't we? Why? I'll support that. Why wouldn't we? Dude.